Hey guys, I hope you guys are all well. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Turning Pain Into Purpose. It's your girl, Cass, and I can't wait to talk to you today. Um, so you know how we do. We start off with our rose and our thorns since the last time we talked. And I'll tell you, um, my rose has been this week where I live. There has been some really uh, good weather days um in the 70s and i've been able to get outside and whether it's like go for a walk or just like go for a drive or you know just park up at the park and just sit and enjoy the fresh air um, it's definitely been lovely and it's exciting that springtime is coming the summer is coming um i can't wait hopefully um for some vacations uh this year if those um uh, flight prices are right because you, you, everybody's experiencing those uh, raises in gas prices. Don't even get me started because that's a part of my thorn. But let's go there. Um, one of my thorns have been these gas prices and everything going up. Um, for those of you who have like a shot right near you um, and live in areas of those uh, of those supermarkets, let me tell you how your girl went to the supermarket. And when I went to the supermarket, right, go to the go to the supermarket, I go there and I'm checking out my stuff and I paid no mind about the water. And I brought a case, a 24 pack of bottled water, ShopRite brand, which is a store brand. I go and I'm checking my receipt and I'm like, this don't look right. Let me tell you how it was $3.99 for a 24 pack of store brand water that is like totally insane to me like that is crazy that a case of store brand water is pretty much the same as a gallon of gas a tank of like you know like a gallon of gas for your car so it's like for me i'm sitting here and i'm like so i gotta choose between a case of water <laughs> or some gas for my car like it is crazy how things are just going up and up and up. I think I seen, I don't know if it was Oscar Mayer or what brand it was, but literally it was a brand, a popular brand like that. And literally the, um, the, the pack of bacon was like $9.79. Ma'am, sir. What, what kind of this is some specialized bacon i'm just trying to figure out why is it 979 I, I i don't get it it's just crazy the prices that you see um in the supermarket in the clothing stores you go to home depot you know just like it, it's just it's just insane to me um just to even get like um your nails done your feet done your hair cut your hair done it's just crazy how everything is going up um but you're paying going up to match these prices um i was reading an article where it said literally that the average price of a home is three i think they said like three forty three hundred forty thousand dollars or three hundred fifty thousand dollars is the average price of a home right now and that most houses um where before the pandemic pre-pandemic houses on average stayed on the market for like 23 days now on average houses stay on the market for like three to five days 
that's insane to me it's insane to me like how um they're saying that like the interest rate for for mortgages are they're getting ready to go back up to like four percent and stuff like that it's just like wow it's just it's just crazy to me like the type of world that we're living in and how we're not getting any type of extra stimulus checks or stipends or anything to compensate for what we're experiencing right now or even like I definitely believe if you need food stamps, like you should get it. But I really feel like all families at, in this, all families need food stamps right now. Because if a if a case of water is three ninety nine, and this is for a store brand, like I feel like everybody needs food stamps at this point. They need to they need to do something. Our government needs to do something. But even on top of that, another thorn that I've had is. Um, Something that I encountered with my family, my household, uh, this week. It was very challenging in my household this week. We had a lot of challenging conversations. Um, some words that were very hurtful, um, whether they were intentional or unintentional. Um, actions that were hurtful, whether they were intentional or unintentional. And it's really opened up my eyes to to grace and patience and awareness. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. And I'm going to be using myself as an, as an example. Um, I won't go too much into detail about what transpired in my home, but more so like how it's impacted me, how it's impacted the um, dynamic of my house. Um, so we, there was just a heated I would say very heated, very emotional conversation between um, me and the members of my household. And it was very interesting um, to receive the information. Um, there was definitely some things that was like, oh, that stinks. Ouch. Like, you know, and then there were some things that were like, I was happy for the space and kind of relieved for that space because I was able to express like what I'm going through in my own personal life and some of the things that bother me and that go on in my household that I normally wouldn't express. And so I was grateful for that space. Um, but ever since then, I've been kind of like off and trying to kind of figure out now that all this has been out in the open, it's been exposed, how do you address it? And I started reading this book called Try Softer. So I read like the first chapter and I wasn't like being consistent with it. I brought it a few weeks ago. And this week when all that stuff happened on Monday, I decided, let me pick it back up. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this where you read something that reads you. Um, let me know if, if you've ever experienced this, reading something that reads you. And like that literally, I've, I've so far I've read another two chapters, chapter two, chapter three. And those two chapters have really like read me, like read, like I'm talking about like, I don't know, I, I always believe everything happens for a reason. And when I tell you I picked up that book, it was like, Cassandra, this is you. Like, and I'm reading this book, and it really started talking about digging deep about, um, you know, like your your childhood, 
and like what shapes you like what shapes you and who you are and the things that you've been going through and all these different things well something that really uh, stood out to me that I really wanted to express on the podcast today was the difference where they talked about big trauma and little trauma and how no matter what like trauma is trauma like there's a certain thing a big trauma little trauma but it all like it's all trauma and I literally had to sit back and like take that in because sometimes when we are hurt and we someone hurts us intentionally or unintentionally right or or they don't even understand they don't even they don't even realize they hurt you right like we try to suppress feelings of hurt and pain and make them feel like and, and make and honestly, we feel like they're insignificant is what I'm trying to say. Insignificant. Like we make it seem like our feelings are insignificant um, and they don't matter. Like, oh, I'll get through it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And we are literally suppressing trauma. Even though it may be considered little trauma, it's still trauma. And I really want to challenge us today to recognize that regardless if the trauma is big or small to recognize that trauma and to take the steps to heal and so I had to do that this week in my own way because my experience in the conversation that we had in in our in my household like for me it felt traumatic um I felt like I, I couldn't even, that Monday, I couldn't even work the rest of the day because I was so checked out. I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't really get back to, to like being my normal self. Um, I felt like, um, I don't know if you guys have ever felt like this, but when you experience something traumatic, no matter if it's big or little, you feel like the first thing you want to do sometimes, well, for me, I felt like I just, I want to leave. Like, I want to leave here, even though, like, this is my house. Like, I'm the owner of the home and whatever. Like, I just want some space. Like, I want space. And just being in my room or being in my office is not enough space. Like, I just need some space. And I had to really take ownership of some of the things that I do that I'm not aware that I do. Then I also had to, to also acknowledge the fact that, like, this was a traumatic experience for me and not to be like, and not to brush it off and be like, oh, you know, it's fine. It'll be okay. And I'm going to be all right. And blah, 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 blah. Like, and really embrace this traumatic experience and really dig deep as to like, well, Cassandra, like some of the things that were said about how you are in the household, right? Like, why are you like that? And this book started to dig deep into like your childhood. And like how much your childhood is um, impacts who your relationships as an adult, and like your level and what type of attachment style do you have based upon the home that you were brought up in? And I noticed that I identified, and I can't remember the attachment style this is, um, but I I remember reading the book and identifying that like. I have the the attachment style of, you know, 
I, I'll just do it by myself. I'll just get it done by myself. I'll just suppress my feelings. Like, I'll just, you know, nobody cares. Like, nobody, nobody, nobody cares about my feelings. Nobody cares about how, you know, how this is impacting me. Nobody, I just got to keep going. I just got to keep going. I'm just got to, I just got to keep going. And I learned, like, how unhealthy that is. And then when you're raising children, because you don't address those things, you now are teaching that style you know, to your children as well, unknowingly, not even realizing like that is how you operate. So it was definitely an eye opener for me. Um, and this week I've learned about the level of patience and grace that you need to give to others. Because as a mother, my mindset is like, okay, well, you know, it, we'll, we'll, we'll fix it. And, and, you know, and in two days, everything will be fine. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I want to give people their space, but excuse me, I also want things to go back to some type of normal, right? And learning that it takes time and you have to have a level of patience and you have to show people grace, even when you don't want to. Um, and that's hard. It's hard to show people grace, whether they're your family members, they're your children, they're your parents. It's like hard to show people grace when you really don't want to. You don't want to show grace. You have something, especially like when you're dealing with, especially when you're healing from things, it's easy to be like, you did this and now, or you said this and now I can hold it over your head. Like I have something that I can hold over your head now. And I really had to take a, stand, uh, a step back and say like, grace is something we give even when we don't understand. Um, and patience is something we give because everybody needs patience. Like every everybody needs someone to be patient with them. Everybody, like it's it's like you're slowly progressing. Nobody's perfect, but you're slowly progressing. And then just being compassionate I'm learning about that too um, during, you know, this healing process in my home that like showing compassion, um, you know, being the one to take the first step sometimes, even when you don't feel like you should be the one to take the first step. That's a word for somebody. I know that's a word for me. Um, like being that person to take the first step, even when like they did something to hurt you, that's really grown up that's really some grown man grown woman stuff and that's some real adult stuff that people are not ready for and how about when it's a family member how about when it's your child someone you care for where you have to be the one to take the first step even though your child may have done something to hurt you intentionally or unintentionally or vice versa um i think it takes a really good big person to do that and i'm learning that like you know, if if you stay in your ways and they stay in their ways, who's taking the first step so that healing can take place and restoration can take place for those relationships, those friendships, that marriage? Um, nobody, because we're all stuck in our feelings. But if we take that time to heal and process and someone takes the first step and maybe your first attempt, nothing will happen, right? Um, I can tell you like in, um, this week, I definitely tried to be like, you know, like, hey, you know, and, you know, have a conversation and it didn't really feel like much happened. But at the end of the day, somebody has to take the first step. Like, and if nobody sees your effort, can I tell you, God sees your effort. Like, 
He sees your effort. He knows your heart. He loves you. And he is so proud that you took that first step um, to try to reconcile that relationship, try to reconcile that friendship, trying to reconcile that marriage. Like he is so proud of you that you you are taking the first step and you may not see it now um, because there are times where, you know, even though this is still fresh in my household, there are times where I don't see it. But I know that healing is coming. I know that restoration is coming. I know that the relationships in my home are going to be so much better than what they were before because that's that's the type of faith that I have. But I also want to let you guys know, like, don't just do this by yourself. Get therapy. Like, if therapy is available and that's something that you and your family want to embrace, I say get therapy. I think it's first important to do therapy as individuals. And then if there's um, opportunity to do it as a family, I definitely would recommend it. That's something that I am, um, I'm embracing as well. You know, I don't push therapy on people, but I'm a big advocate like, okay, do you want to go to therapy? If you don't want to go to therapy at this time, okay, cool. Um, but I think that's helpful as well, but also inviting God into the situation. I think um, that's that's one of the best things that you can do. Uh, I'm reminded of a scripture that says, um, I know where my help comes from and all my help comes from the Lord. I, that's probably not exactly how it goes, but it's something to that nature. And I feel like that's what God wants. Like he wants us to invite him into those broken places those broken relationships, those broken friendships, those broken marriages, um, those broken partnerships. And he wants to be invited into it so that he can help in a way that would blow our minds. And so this week I've had moments where I pray and I'm just like, God, I invite you into this situation. Um, I know here is holy, but here is also where I need help. And um, I need you to step in because I realize this is something that I cannot do on my own. And I just want to invite you guys to ask God for help. Sometimes it's the simple prayer. Like it's not the prayer where you're speaking in tongues and you're sweating and you're crying and, and, and you're, 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 you're quoting scriptures and stuff. It's the simple prayer. God. I need help. That's it. And there are plenty of times where I've had to have that simple prayer with God and saying, I need help because I don't like, I don't know what else to, to pray for. I don't know how else to pray, but to say, I need help. And there's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't make you any less of a woman, any less of a man, a parent, a wife, a husband, whatever your title is doesn't make you any less of that to say hey god father jesus like i need help i need your help in this situation because one we're we're saying that hey i invite you into this situation because i know i can't do it on my own and so i just want to invite you guys and and just to encourage you guys to like stay in the fight maybe you're going through something in a transition in your family maybe you're going through something in your marriage your relationship um, you know, your business partnership, your friendship, I don't know. Um, but this is just more so just like encouraging you guys that like, one, you're never alone. You may think you're the only person going through something traumatic, 
Your trauma, no matter if it's big or little, is trauma. Heal. Speak to someone. Speak to a therapist. Speak to someone at your church that you trust. or Speak to someone. Your big or little, big or small, trauma is trauma. And we all need to heal. Why? Because as we heal, we can then help others. We can't help others when we're not healed. If I'm not healed, how can I help you? So I think about that from a standpoint of a parent, as a, you know, for a spouse, for, for whatever. Like, I can't help someone if I'm not healed either. Um, so get the healing that you need. Um, your family is going to, I don't know if you know this, and, it, and if you feel like, oh, it's too much damage, Cassandra. Like, you don't understand what happened in my marriage. You don't, can I tell you, if you trust God, and if you believe what he said is true in his word, that he's able to restore broken things, then can I tell you, like, your family will be restored. That relationship will be restored. That friendship will be restored. That marriage will be restored. That business partnership will be restored. It may not be like how it was before, but it will be better than what it was. Because God is like, I, I, my personal belief is like when God restores things, he doesn't restore things to what they was, but he restores things to something even better than that. Something that blows your mind. So keep pushing, keep staying in the fight, stay encouraged, um, and know that you're not alone. And get that book, Try Softer. I cannot remember the author's full name. I can tell you, I feel like um, the author's first name, it is a woman, um, is Andi. Um, it's spelled A-U-N-D-I, A-U-N-D-I. I know it's like a blue cover, um, but yes, get that book, Chai Salter. It's amazing. Um, it's definitely going to help you have some, just to think about some things uh, in, in your life. So definitely get that book, Chai Salter. You're going to love it. Um, and you know how we do, we always end this time in prayer. So here we go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much, uh, for this beautiful day. Thank you so much for this time, uh, with my friends to just talk about, um, help and healing, restoration, peace, patience, grace, compassion. God, I pray for so many people who are going through, um, any hurt, any pain from their childhood, from their marriage, from friendships, um, from relationships, from their job, from wherever, God. And I pray, God, that that hurt will be healed and that they will take active steps on that healing process. God, some of us don't know how to ask for help, um, but I'm asking you on behalf of my friends and anyone else who, all listeners who will listen to this maybe two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, I'm asking you to help. For, for their help. I'm asking you to help them. They need your help. There's an area in their life that they're like, God, if you don't do it, it can't be done. And I'm asking on behalf of them for you to help them. They need your help. They want you to be in that space. They want the healing. They want the restoration. But they don't. They think that they have to say this powerful prayer in order to get it. Or someone, this big, this pastor or this person has to pray for them. No. God, you just want them to say, I need you. Can you help me? Um, and I think that that's what they want. So I'm asking God, 
can you help them? They need you. Can you help them? Um, and I believe that you're going to do that just that. So God, thank you so much for healing in advance, for restoration in advance, um, just for, for all the wonderful things in advance that we're going to see because we take steps in um, healing ourselves so that we can heal others. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Turning Pain into Purpose. Again, it's your girl, Cass. And thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Bye.